round two. Round two, the Joe and Blasco show. Awesome. Today, it's role reversal. So we're thinking I play interviewer, you play interviewee. I'm game. Now, I'm willing to role reversal with you, mm -hmm. but I will not shave my head. Come on. No, I will not go bald <laughs> unless it's just natural. <laughs> All right, folks, obviously we have our main man, Joe, here, and we just want to chit-chat a little bit about life, about business. Joe, I'm sure you get this question a lot, and I do as well. What fuels you to do what you do? I think about that question an awful lot, and, and I go through these gyrations between really knowing what I'm doing and then like you know, questioning what I'm doing. And I, I guess it, from the beginning, I've always been somebody who wanted to find people that needed help and do anything I can to make their way a little bit easier. So I'm a risk taker. I like going and doing complicated lifting heavy objects. And I'm thinking like maybe there's a risk taker that, that doesn't want to do that. And maybe I can help them lift their way. Right. Even if it's just a baby step. Yeah. <clears throat> sure. You don't have to get them to the end finish line. No. But sometimes you as a human being, whether it's through this business, Youngstown Computer, or through your, um, I don't know, what do you call it? With regards to speaking with the kids, um, your goodwill, I don't know what we want to call that. Whatever it is, right? The, 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 I always say the small difference you make in someone's life sometimes makes the biggest difference in theirs. Yeah, and it's usually, catalysts are usually about this big, and right. all it takes is removing that little catalyst and people unobstructed. Yeah, and you help people get there. Absolutely. Okay, so tell us a little bit about, and I'm sure you've been interviewed numerous times, but never by me, Youngstown Computer. Yeah. What is it? How can it help others? So it, it's basically a computer services company. So they can, a, a company, um, I, I love business, even more than anything else I do. And um, I watch companies that try to be accounting staff, they try to be technical advisor, they try to be their marketing company, all, all of these hats, right? Okay. And when people try to do too many things, they usually don't do the important stuff well, right? Ooh, yeah, yeah? right. And, and so I, I watched the old era kind of know have a better handle on what they knew and what they didn't know. And they were so much easier about saying, I'm stupid with computers. Let me find somebody who knows computers better than me and dole it out. Today, it's a little bit harder for people to come to the conclusion that they're not doing it well. And so, you know, our company. You think because they don't want to admit it? Or yeah. is it just it's harder ego? To, it's okay. Yeah, because I, I think people just are a little bit more secure in the, what they know okay, and, and secure that they know enough to get by. So you take them to the next level. I do. I, I so I fill in those gaps and, and when people are kind of like striking out and really not doing it because they don't know what they're doing, easing in there and kind of taking, you know, dirt, usually pretty dirty circumstances and making them whole again. Okay. All right. So with regards to, let's say I'm just Joe Blow down the street and I have a desire to make a video, which you do numerous videos for yes. me and other people around here. What is literally the best way to just reach out to you? Should I email you? Should I call you? Should I ask you a question? Yeah, I'm a, lot, a lot comes through social media. I, okay. get, I get emails, joe at youngstownstudio.com. Um, through social media, people, when they've seen an example of something we've produced, they're like, hey, I want one of those, and they catch me that way. Okay. So we know it fuels you. Professionally, yeah. passion, wanting to see others succeed, kind of like myself. Mm -hmm. we, we both are in the same industry together. And, and I, I think I did a motivational moment with regards to passion and purpose. And you can both have the same passion, uh, but your purpose can be different. Yeah. So that's neat. Okay. So what makes you, Joe, 
happy, personally and professionally. And I know you're going to say your family personally, and you should. Beautiful family. But go a step further than your family. So when I, when I can make, like, I'm an innovator. I'm a scientist by, you know, by trade here. And so I like when I can have sort of like an impact and a trajectory, when I can change something that would have been this way and just urge it along to be a little bit greater. I mean, I really, you know, I always looked at myself as, as being able to make products and, and make institutions and help people become, you know, come into themselves. And, uh, you know, starting with my family, we're, mm. we're a great unit that can accomplish really hard things together. And I just think that if I can do that for everything and everybody, that's where I, my, my passion lies. I like it. Okay, so let's go even a step further. Let's go on a, a simplistic level. What do you like to do that makes you happy with regards to, I mean, camping, I mean, traveling, I mean, golfing. What, what is it? Drinking bourbon? What do we like? <laughs> I mean, let the people know. <laughs> What really makes you happy? Well, I, I find on like down, downtime's a pretty hard thing with me. I'm okay. always on the go. I'm always thinking. Always Your mind's scheming. always racing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I, I struggle with creating enough quietness in order to really get into like new ventures and to think about really m new, unique thoughts. And so I think like going into the woods where there's nobody calling me and I could just like connect with the wilderness and whatever. I think it, it reframes things and gives me a new angle on coming back on that next Monday. Okay, I like that. Okay, so as you guys know, Joe posts numerous messages, numerous videos. I saw a video you posted recently mm -hmm. with regards to students and education, yes, right. with regards to education versus being an entrepreneur. What do you think the pulse is with our students with regards to how many of them are just going to go the educational track and do this? How many of them might want to go to vocational track and do this? How many of them might want to just go on their own and do this? That might be a tough question to, no, it, it, to answer, but what do you think the pulse is with regards to our youth and our yeah, education? I, I think a majority just complies with the easiest track. Okay. Right? I really do. And just following it the straight is. They're going to get into that rut because you get, you know, you, you get to them when they're, in in their you know five years old you're in school you're in an institution and they just usher you all the way to the end gate of you know college um but i you know the rest of us are are you know it's kind of incumbent on us to start poaching out some of those kids who see bigger vision see them doing bigger things than just conforming to the desk and the rules and and whatever and uh you know take some of that genius and allow them to wield it in the real world so you recently had a student walk up to you and say, hey, I have this business idea. Yes. Yeah. What did you tell him or her? Well, I wish I'd have had like a whole hour to sit okay. down with them. Right. right? And then right. I was like. Well, oh, so it was during the presentation? Right after the presentation. Oh, right after. Okay. They, comes up, they came up to me and said, I've been stewing on this idea. I really want to do this, but I have no idea what the next step. So we had five minute conversation. I'm like, well, you know what? Uh, you know, give me some background. Give me the details on it. What's stopping it? What's the obstacle? Because I'm super interested in all the friction that causes people to come to idle and they don't know what to hit next. And if I could just remove that friction. Great. That's a great point. So based on what you just said, which was wonderful, what, what do you think <clears throat> that idling, that friction is? Is it fear? Is it the unknown? Is it I'm going to fail? There are probably a numerous things that factor into why people just stay where they are and don't move forward. So what do you think... The number one and, and this or is, two this is why problems I'm, are. I, you know, yeah. we're having this discussion yeah. right now 
Um, it's because when you get th go through a compliancy system, people are ushering you to what the next step is. So people are waiting to be told what's next. Okay. And so like you come to an I uh, that idle spot, it's not because you're fearful to take the next step. Okay. You're waiting for the hand that comes in there, drags you by your head, and puts you onto the next tile. And we want them to be able to look at that situation and just go on their own. Go to the next Take the driver's seat, if you will. Yep. Don't ride shotgun the nope. entire time. It's okay every once in a while to get guidance from others. For sure. I, you know, I always said I'll take advice from a two-year-old kid. I don't have to use it, but yeah. who am I not to take it? So that jazzes you up, being with yeah. the kids, being Big in the high time. schools. Give me a typical day if you walk into a high school, which you do, and you have a partner. Yep, one Jed. Or, yep. Yeah. H how does that transpire is it a one-hour program all the kids assemble and they hear from you guys and yeah, he so talks they, about this and you talk about that yeah they, they bring about uh they bring every, all the kids in the auditorium and usually these have always followed some kind of like disaster or crisis a, a kid committed suicide okay a kid uh had an episode where an overdose something bad usually right. happens when, when we're coming in so these kids are already been touched by what we're about a little to traumatized about. yeah <clears throat> And so Jed, who's actually been through that, he's mm -hmm. had addiction, mm -hmm. uh, he's recovered from it, he, he illustrates and, and demonstrates the, uh, you know, everything he lost and everything that he gave up because of that addiction. Very powerful message so that the right. kids really connect. Because he was a, a, an athlete, he was an actor, he you know, had all of this stuff going for him and all went to crap, ended up going to jail and, and kind of losing everything. And, you know, so he gives his presentation and the kids connect with it because they can see themselves in him. They're doing some of the same things that he is. Uh, you know, they, they like the attention that he absolutely got, the money that, and the fame that he got at the time, and they can see that all going down the toilet, you know, with those decisions. And then Science Joe comes in there and says, here's, Science Joe. here's why that happened. Here's what your brain really does. And you can right now, once you know all the chemicals that are going around in your body and why you're going to make some of the decisions you are, you can short circuit a couple of those things. And so we give some demonstrations about, you know, one of the most meaningful parts of it is when kids raise their hand who have um, thought of suicide within the last 30 days, week, 24 hours, almost half of the kids in every auditorium say that they've contemplated killing themselves within the last 30 days. And that was mind blowing. And you told me about that last time yeah. we chit chatted. So for those of you thinking, does he just have them raise their hand? No. I think what you tell them yeah, is, everyone close your eyes. No one can see nope. anyone else. But those of you who have contemplated suicide yeah. in the past, and the hands that go up, shocking. Yeah, absolutely. And the teachers and the, the guidance counselors wake are up just call. as shocked as us because they don't have a way to ask that question. Right. So it's, it, it'll put it in that check. That is powerful. Big time. I think every school in the country should have you guys pop in to do yeah. that. Yeah. Do you see yourself continuing this in the future? And is it high school or grade school? Where are we we've, getting We've done both. Okay. And, and the message. Because I think sometimes grade school, they need it. Heck yeah. Sometimes as adults, we're already <laughs> on yeah. our own. Kids, youth. So grade school, you'll, you're. Yeah, tension span, much less on right. grade it's school, but still need the message. Okay. Uh, we can go a little deeper in with the high school kids and we can a little bit be, be a bit more graphic in the explanations of what Jed got, has gone through. Because okay. that's, that's the impactful message is right. the, to watch, you know, a, a guy just destroy his life and all the re high resolution details. And that. yet here you're standing on stage. Exactly. You made it. Yep. So there's, there's hope for me. Yep. And that's probably the message you're trying to send. For sure. There's hope. There's yep. always a way. Uh, you got the, here's the data, right? Mm -hmm. And then here's the example of the 
you know, you can either save yourself from it or you can bounce back from it and put it all on a platter for you. I think it's interesting that the the scientific part, when you say scientific yeah. joke comes in, have you ever been involved or dove into neuro-linguistic programming with regards to the mind and how it Love focuses. that kind of stuff. So yeah, 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 give it to me. Well, I mean, I don't know enough okay. about it, so I'm just curious if that's something you dive into, if if it's something you tell the students about, it might be over their head. Well, I, I, and I've taken a lot of those higher uh, neurological, you know, sort of like, principles mm -hmm. and made them into examples so it's like you know Perfect. you you go is anybody in this audience um you know did done <coughs> bungee jumping right well when it's just you and you've not seen anybody jump before you walk up to that and you've got your doubts that this is a survivable thing mm -hmm. right and then you get calmed down by someone who's done it before and you watch five people not die in front of you and chemically things change a little bit where you would have had Lots of reservations about the risk of something you were about to endure. You, your, chem, your body produces chemicals to keep you safe from dying. And then so you're fighting something that is a healthy reaction from your body, right? But you have to know how, what it's doing and what you have to do to counter those things. So what you're saying is the mind is powerful. Very powerful. And we use only a small percentage, yeah, correct? That's right. what they say. Yeah. Uh, I have always found in life... Uh, Monkey see, monkey do. So the more people, like you said, you see people do something else, it programs something in your mind. Even when I'm in doing a seminar and I ask a question in the audience, this is something maybe you do as well. I'll say, okay, how many of you out there have ever, you know, eaten a Big Mac? And the moment I raise my hand, when they see my hand, the action of it going up, it triggers something in their mind for them to want to raise their hand yes. as well. It's one of yeah. those old school tricks that we all learned years yeah. ago. But if you want your audience to, to do something... With regards to raising their hand, the moment they see you, something triggers in their mind, they see that action. Okay, Joe, where do you see yourself? Uh, well, let's talk Youngstown Computer in the next few years. I know you guys are growing, you're developing, you got a lot of business coming in, local business. We yes, love the local sure. business. So we're going to keep this rolling? Oh, heck yeah. Okay. We're not going anywhere. So I, I have a, since I started the business, I've really wanted to, to um, sort of like inspire and encourage more cooperation between companies. Like, okay. especially in my industry, it's real cutthroat. Like we all are doing our thing. We're never really working together. We're competing against one Burger another. King McDonald's. Yeah. And, and I thought like, there's so much talent in this industry. If we just could somehow figure a way to share that brain trust be amongst all of us, we could affect and help way more people. And so that's one of my big uh, goals is that we've, we've grown our enterprise and our customer base to the point where we're fine. Now it's about seeing if we can get some cooperative spirit in my industry. Wow. I, I love that. Just in your industry, or are you branching out to get other folks? I want to do a proof within... of concept because okay, this so is here's what works the for us. Hardest industry, okay. to have that kind of cooperation. I watch people like realtors and insurance people. Right, they get together and they chit chat and they do referrals between one True. another. And I'm thinking that would never happen in my industry, and I'd like to see if I could change that. I love that. Yeah, there are. There's actually one speaker, John Kennedy. He's a buddy of mine, and he's he's the the. The go-to guy, if I can't do a, a, a program for a client, and they say, well, do you have another? Uh, but, Joe, you're going to soon be my you know it. Right, go-to guy. <laughs> but I know what you mean. It's, it's yeah. share the wealth, share exactly. the information. People think, well, there's, there's an oversaturation of – I always thought – I had an idea years ago to do a kid's show. I mean, I'm talking Nickelodeon. I had it all written out. Uh, it was called Trip Takers. 
and it was based off the Wiggles. It was based off the Doodle Bops. It was based off all those other kids shows that have been out there before. And I'm not sure if you know about them, but I, my I've kids are a little bit them, older now, so they used to watch yeah. some of that stuff. And I thought, well, if all those shows are working, what's wrong with another one? The yeah. Trip Takers. You right. know, I was going to have Alice the Airplane and Bobby the Bus, and they're going to take kids on trips and explore different yeah. things. So to me, it's like. There is room for collaboration. Yeah. It's like back in the day, the boy bands. You had In Sync, Boys to Men, um, Backstreet Boys, Backstreet Boys yeah. and they were all Debbie Gibson, Belinda Carlisle. You know, so I I think that is <clears throat> to me the coolest thing ever. If you can just get, I'm not here to steal your information or idea. I'm just here to help you grow. Yeah, there's infinite resources, infinite money, infinite customers, right? So it's not like if if uh, we're competing against one another, if I do well, then somehow you're not going to do well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Back to the school thing real yes. quick, and we're going to wrap yeah. it up. Let's say I'm a school, uh, I'm a, a district, and I want to get Joe to come in and talk to my students. What's the best way to contact you? Uh, probably same as the other thing. Find me on social media. I'm very prolific. On You're all over the place. <laughs> I, I love too. it. <laughs> uh, or you just call one of my companies, Youngstown Computer, Young Youngstown Studio. Let them know you want to talk to me, and they'll get word to me. Okay. For sure. All right. Again, our guest, Big Bad Joe. Now, Joe, I always like to do something when I finish up an yeah. interview called Rapid Fire. I'm going to ask you a few questions. You give me the first thought that comes to your mind. Ready? Okay. Beer or wine? Wine. Red or white? Red. Chocolate or vanilla? Neither. What? <laughs> Are you lactose intolerant? I don't like either, though. Okay, give me one you like. Uh, like a sweet, like a dessert? Like really ice cream. Dessert. I don't even do ice That's cream. That's because you're so slim and trim. All right. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee. Beach or mountains? Beach on the mountains. Oh, my gosh. She's <laughs> double dipping. Steelers or browns? Browns. Favorite food? Uh, steak. Favorite candy bar? No candy bar. Don't do candy God, bar. I forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> All right, the final question I always like to ask yes. this. If you could eat one French fry for the rest of your life, where would it be from? Adora Park. Adora Park Fair Fries. That's it. Malt vinegar. That's it. All right, folks, thanks for being here today.